Colchester United's Sammy Schmodix is unable to recognise himself in the mirror. <laughs> We're just two guys who like talking about football, just enjoying it. The overwhelming stench Pink. of ready salted crisps. I smells. know what James Mills smells like. <laughs> Rice cakes. Yeah. <laughs> because this podcast isn't just all stupid shit. Just mainly stupid flange shit. Flange is a really funny word. Say flange. Flange. Say flange. 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 I don't like the FL. Flange. I don't like saying F- anything FL. Fla- F- fluff. Flump. F- flob. Yeah, I flobbed on her head. Flange. Flask. Flip. Kick flip. Florence Florence and the Machine I hate Florence and the Machine I hate Florence and the Machine that's there you go stuff that starts with the letters F and L is weird if you guys know of anything that begins with F and L that really annoys you let us know oh I hate the word flanter Flanders Flanders (laughs) no flanter you know flirty banter so people abbreviate it to flanter Flirt. Flirt's a horrible word. Flop. Floppy. Jurgen Flop. Floppy. <laughs> Floppy discs. But the the original is flange. Flange is definitely the weirdest word in English. Flank. Do you know that um, a poll went out to French people where they had to vote? And bear in mind, do you know how like any any word in French sounds romanticised and nice to yeah, us because yeah. it's exotic escargot anything anything escargot Any, anything French yeah you know champagne sounds lovely well French people voted the most attractive to people who don't speak any English what is the most attractive uh, like thing in the English language and they said the word salador Cellar door is the most attractive saying. Cellar door. Yeah, cellar door, as in the door downstairs to the cellar. I know a restaurant called Cellar Door. It's got a Michelin star. There you go. And do you know why it's called it's it in Cellar Door? Because Hereford of all it's known as the most attractive English saying. Wow. Welcome to Goalposts for Jumpers. Welcome to Goalposts for Jumpers. You learn something new every day, even if it's not about football. Sometimes yeah. it's about the French language. This podcast is about football, though. I need to stipulate that. You say that. But it is a lot to do about football. I would like, I would quite like to talk about things that are just current events. Like what? Like, and I'll give you an example. Don't say Brexit. Oh, definitely not Brexit, but maybe almost just as annoying. Okay. Did you see that Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. sold 51% of her beauty and cosmetics company for $600 million? What's that got to do with football? Nothing, but I'm just fascinated by it. I don't think anyone listening to this is. Okay, if that doesn't float your boat, float. If that doesn't float your boat... Flange. Something that's happened today, Bangladesh Mm. have been forced to fly in onions (laughs) as prices are hitting a record high. In onions? In onions. I'll read you the story. No, don't. Don't read me the story. Bangladeshis have been waiting in line for hours just to buy onions. He's reading the story. Don't read it. Prices increased almost 10 times since India stopped exports in Stop. September. I'd rather there be dead air than for you to talk about Bangladesh shipping onions in. Can you imagine queues and queues in Bangladesh about just because they're trying to get onions? I've never realised how important onions were. Welcome to Go Post for Jumpers. Should we start this? A in? football podcast. 
a football podcast. Well, talking about, let's talk about football and let's talk about the the main thing that we start the show with now in season two. Mm. Do you think football could ever be played in with a ball that isn't spherical, just for charity? Yeah, you could play it with a rugby ball, couldn't you? No, like a square, like a square ball. Oh, that would hurt. But imagine how funny that would be. Pointed edges. Just for charity, you got some of the best players in the world for like soccer aid. The best players, though, yeah. like Mbappe, everyone, but they had to play with a square ball just to see what would happen. That's, I, I, I that's your TV license. I would justified. Do, I would do it with a, a rugby ball if I was going to, because it's because you never know where it's going to land, how it's going to bounce. And I think that would just cause same mayhem. with a square ball though, a triangular ball. What if footballers just died playing football with a traffic cone, but a small one? It's like in the school, in school when we never. If someone when didn't bring a football with traffic cones, we'd play almost as bad. If there was <laughs> a plastic a, bottle, a Hereford school, a plastic bottle cones. would be the new football. If someone forgot to bring the ball in, or if, or if for for some reason the the PE department wouldn't lend us a football which they never did I can remember once and I shit you not this happened in my school where the exact same thing happened no one had a ball because basically you relied on the PE doors being open and stealing a ball right why don't PE departments give you a ball at lunchtime yeah it's ridiculous that's what really grinds my goalposts yeah that grinds my goalposts we'll go into grinding goalposts later but one time uh, we couldn't get into, uh, we couldn't steal a ball from the little like PE back doors thing. Yeah. There would normally be sometimes one on the roof that had been kicked there. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't one there. <laughs> so there wasn't a plastic bottle. There was nothing. And I shit you not, I remember like an eight versus eight game once in my school with a rock. Definitely happened in my school. I would Played love to see. Rock. The thing is, if that happened in your school yeah. and you have the same experiences of the PE department not lending you a football at lunchtime, yeah. then that must be UK wide. Everyone else must have had the same experiences. What is the weirdest object a school playground has ever witnessed? To uh, play this is going to make me upset, but. Uh, Someone used a dead rabbit once. <laughs> what? A dead rabbit. Someone once. played with a dead rabbit. You went to school in Hereford, though, so that does not surprise me. Oh, it's distressing. But that fucking hurt, man. Like, not kicking the dead yeah. a rock. I can remember people commit it. to it so that they get well involved. I remember someone. <laughs> I remember someone. I just when we were using it. a bottle, someone tried to head the bottle and went full out for a header. How the bottle ever got that hard? You hit the hard part of the bottle as well. Oh, God. But a rock, mate. And I can always remember, like, the rock would get, get become camouflaged and then no one knows which is the true rock <laughs> people were playing with. So then there's, like, multiple rocks in play and everyone's like, no, that's the rock. It's like, it doesn't count, mate. <laughs> no, that's it's the official rock. one. We drew a night yeah, tick on there. Yeah, that's not the rock, mate. It doesn't count. Ah, oh, brilliant. And then, like, imagine VAR came in, like, no, that's not the rock. No go. Actually, it wasn't the original rock. The rock, the other rock was slightly smaller, so it's not going to count. They've ruled yeah. it out. It's not up to standards. The rock isn't up to standards. The gold doesn't Mate, stand. Some of the stuff that you used to do in school for football, we we played with rugby posts instead of goal posts. Mate, I actually school. think the current state of the Premier League with the VAR, that it would actually be more entertaining with the rock. I think any sort of if you added a rock into it instead of football yeah. we've talked about rocks for ages so I haven't got a would you rather this week and I know you didn't and we, we've no. pretty half-arsed it like 
yeah, it's just, this is how good this podcast is. We were just like, yeah, let's just crack on. So, right now, would you rather just come up with something? Okay. Would you rather play football with a rock? With a rock. At lunchtime. Yeah. Or not play football at all, but you have to play cricket Ooh. with a bottle <laughs> and your hand is the bat. <laughs> I'll play football with a rock. Yeah? Yeah, I'll play football with a rock. I'd play playing f- cricket with a bottle in your hands the bat. I'd probably play football with a rock over playing cricket with full equipment. Yeah, 100%. I probably would. And there's the worst would you rather of That's all with, time on this But podcast. the good news is we've got a... The good news is we got one done. We we got one done and we've got we a good we um, grinds, grinds your goalposts. We got grind week. Yeah, well, grinds my goalposts. We got that coming up. But first, mate, Go on. I want to do something for our new feature, Ooh. which is called... Sign, sell, ignore, and do you know? Do you remember what sign, sell, ignore is, mate? Yeah, from what I remember is this is where one of us each week gives each other two players. Yes, you give us a scenario, so you yep. would give me scenario of a club, yep. and I've got to decide decide whether to sign him or yep. ignore him. If I decide to sign him, yeah, then I've got to sell someone from my club, and yep. I've got to choose Big who time. it is. Yeah, so. I have to give you a situation as well, just for a bit of context. Okay. So the situation is, Alex, this week your Real Madrid manager, Zinedine Zidane, with the January transfer window coming up, mm-hmm. your chief scout has come up to you and said you can sign, basically you need to sign someone, he's given you some options, Yeah. but you have to sell one also. Yeah. So sign, sell, ignore. So this is a bit different from last week. President Perez... Is that Remedros? Florentino Perrin. Yeah. Says Gareth Bale isn't allowed to be sold. Okay. As the club has struck up a sponsorship deal with TaylorMade, and Madrid have plans to enter a team into the PJ Tour with Bale as the captain. So they don't want to sell him. They just want to utilise him. Okay. Yeah, I can see why. Okay, so the players, you can sign Harry Kane for $250 This means you cannot sign anyone else this window. Right. Right? And you have to choose someone to sell. Yeah. as well or PSG and a last minute thing just to throw you yeah, mate just yeah. to throw you PSG have offered Neymar and Verratti for 75 million so you buy them for 75 million yeah but in exchange for Vinces Jr and one other player you'd sell and it has to be a central midfielder done but I have to accept who the central midfielder is who are you going with uh, I'll sign Verratti and Neymar. Yeah. And I'll sell you a... I'm surprised, by the way, how quick you said done, because you bum Harry Kane. I love like, Harry you Kane. Would, you would let him shit on your face. Mate, if you had Neymar, imagine that front three of Neymar, Hazard, Benzema, whoever you want. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I would I would have and I'd, and Verratti in behind, and I'd give you Casemiro. Casemiro. Yeah, and I but think you'd take I've him. I've got to accept it. I think you'd take him. I'm not accepting it. Well, who else? I'm not going to give you Tony Cruz. What? Well, I'm not going to give you Luka Modric. Casemiro's well, class. That's what I want. I want Modric. I'm PSG's manager. I'm like, nah. I'll give you Cruz. No, I don't want Cruz. I want Modric. Fine. You have Modric. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, have Modric. Sorry. I'll take. I've still got Cruz so and you are, and Verratti. You are spending 75 million here. Yeah. And you're getting Amazing rid of Vinicius Jr., one of the most 
exciting prospects in football. Real Madrid and are about Modric, the all about the now. The stalwart of Madrid right now. He's the only decent player who's actually playing well for them. I think it, well, he's having a in form. I think. I think. Modric has and being in mind I'm just just letting you know you're doing this rather than just keeping things how they are yeah getting Harry Kane in yeah and just having to sell one player yeah really I just think Neymar's that good oh he's incredible yeah I just think Neymar's that good I think Neymar's a better player than Harry Kane personally Mm. and I think what I mean imagine that Real Madrid side of Neymar Hazard it doesn't matter who you want to go for up top but Neymar and Hazard Benzema so there is you are getting rid of Modric and Vinces Jr yeah so you've chose chose to sell Modric Mm -hmm. you've signed Neymar and Verratti that's it okay done fair play and you've ignored Harry Kane I've ignored Harry Kane you've ignored Harry Kane Alex Price has ignored Harry Kane that too well I'm happy with that because I've got you to ignore Harry Kane uh We've got a few Grind My Goal posts uh, from you this week, but we're going to just have... One. Is it just the one this week? No, I've, I've got one, well, I've got one myself, which I yeah. want to talk about, and it kind of links into my tweets of the week, but also I've got one which... Wait, wait, wait. we got to play the theme. I like the theme. Ready? Oh. Here we go. You know what really grinds my goal posts? And there's the theme. And that's the theme. Grinding goal posts. So, the first one... But by the way, grinding... Just because it's quite a new thing, Grind My Goal posts is where... We say what pisses us off in football, no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Which is it? and we obviously we always take suggestions from you guys. Uh, something actually that was really grinding my goalpost, and I haven't said it, but it brought it up because I saw a tweet, and it this is a tweet from back in 2018, and this was from at Adam Keyworth. Okay. So it's partly t- tweets of the week, partly uh, grandma goalposts. Because it's actually a tweet that I saw someone liked recently on my timeline. Yeah, it was back in 2018. Adam Keyworth said, "Thread." I love it when they start with thread. I do like a good Twitter thread. A selection of times when our national press have chosen to run stories on Raheem Sterling. What really grinds my goalposts this week is English press. <sighs> Their sure, treatment that's of that's grinded people's goalposts for years. Yeah, and in particular, the stuff that they've gone on to say about yeah. Raheem Sterling. I'm going to give you a few of them. Tell me when to stop because some of them are outrageous. Stop. The one, and he's he's got a thread of all the stories, and you'll you can guess the the name of the organisation, the journalists. You can guess where the they're sun. coming from. The Sun, the Daily Star, things like Daily that. Daily Mail. Yep. The one where Raheem was tired. Tired Raheem at 3am Three Lions party. So Raheem Sterling criticised for being tired. <laughs> the one Wait, where Raheem was labelled footy this, idiot for is, no apparent reason. This, this is this is all fresh. No, these, these are over the last few years. Right, okay. That one from the Sun where he was labelled a footy idiot for no reason. Yeah. From troubled youth to 100 grand a week, the life of footy, footy idiot Raheem Sterling. The guy's done nothing wrong at this point. He's never done anything wrong. The one where Raheem was greedy for wanting a pay rise after a successful season. The one where Raheem was obscene having bought his mum a nice sink out of his own money. Hmm. Unbelievable. The one where Raheem dared to fly on a budget airline. How dare he. The one where Raheem forgot to clean his car. Man City ace Raheem Sterling drives filthy 50 grand Mercedes. The one where Raheem the love rat dared to propose to his long-suffering girlfriend. This was outrageous. 
wed devil they called it love rat Raheem Sterling proposes to long suffering girlfriend Paige Milan what has he done to her honestly you don't need to keep listing them but it's shocking isn't it I think everyone who listens is aware of the vitriol the English press put against Raheem Sterling why is there no consequences for these people who are running these stories with the whole Joe Gomez thing as well well that's what brought it to light recently yeah it's just like they loved it it was like it was like ah finally he's done something actually wrong but they made a mountain of a fucking molehill. Yeah, and it's good. It was insane I think we should talk about this. Done. Do you think I? For, I've got my own opinions, but I thought Gareth Southgate, for all the great things he's done for this England side, yeah. and there are a lot. Okay, I think a big, big mistake was airing his do- his dirty laundry by revealing that story about Raheem Sterling. That could have that could have been kept under wraps. I Joe think, Gomez. No, I, I just look at the consequences. Mate. Look at the consequences. Yeah. Raheem Sterling, bad press all of a sudden. England negative vibes around the camp, apparently, but at least every, that's what everyone's thinking. And then all of a sudden, Joe Gomez is booed when coming on for England, which is really, look, a, a small portion of the fans, but an absolute disgrace anyway. I disagree because the story would have come out anyway. It's by England. Who? Who? I don't know. I think I think there's always a chance. I take that risk. I think there's a chance of it leaking, and Southgate, Southgate's, you know, management integrity would come into question if it was leaked rather than him bringing it to if the forefront leaked, himself. And I've got to be honest. When I saw that he dropped Sterling, I thought, do you know what? Fair play to Southgate. He is brave for doing that. He's brave for dropping Sterling. And I think he was naive actually to forget how horrible the English media are about it no yeah. one could have forecasted if that was any other player if it was James Milner if it was anyone if it was Henderson whatever it would have been different it would have been completely different and but I just think he, given the context of Raheem Sterling Joe Gomez I think you just it didn't need to be said for me personally I thought I thought it was a big mistake from Gareth unfortunately the way it's turned out is obviously I mean you could have seen it, it was foreseeable but mm. Raheem Sterling gets a load of abuse and Joe Gomez gets a load of abuse and that's where we're, that's where we're left when really it could have been squashed Definitely. and it was squashed almost immediately they so sorted it out the press's uh, relationship with Sterling grinds your goalposts this really week really my goalposts uh, what, well we've got well, one of our new features coming up Feature now and I absolutely show. love it it's stay online and that is up next up next yeah, just a sec, I'll check. Uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss? Hey, I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. Uh, why can't I find Amanda Hug and Kiss? And it's Stay on the Line, my favourite new feature. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's actually my favourite feature we've ever done. Me Alex, too. explain it to the goalpost army, what is it? So basically, Stay on the Line, throughout the season, me and Gareth are competing. We're competing to keep our people... Now, this can be anyone, this can be a restaurant it was a kebab restaurant we've got to keep someone on the line and talk about our issue or our topic and that is a topic chosen by you mm-hmm. the fans what we speak about so we've got to keep for example last week I had to keep a Chinese restaurant on the line um, talking about no you had to keep a Chinese restaurant on the line talking about yeah. your Bristol Rovers membership yeah, whoever keeps them on the line the longest wins. Uh, wins and obviously we'll add that up at the end of the season there will be a forfeit and a so it's got to be it's got to be 30 seconds minimum uh, basically any well not minimum you've got keep them online for 30 seconds and anything over 30 seconds is added time. Is added time. So if I was to keep someone on the line for a minute, I get 30 seconds added time. That's it, yeah. And then at the end of the series, we'll have a forfeit, as you said, and 
right now you are ahead last week you got like one minute 20 at a time dec- yeah i got a decent yeah, amount you got loads, mate. um so i i don't actually know what i'm doing this week i know what you're doing you're ringing a domino's pizza restaurant yeah and you've got to complain to the domino's restaurant yeah about the state of var in the premier league and i feel like this is not going to last very long <laughs> And that's the challenge, is keeping this poor person on the line. You never know. You might ring someone who's like a Sheffield United fan. Agrees with me about... Should we ring a Sheffield United Domino's? Uh, Sheffield United Domino's. Sheffield United sponsored Domino's. Domino's. Well, do you want me to tell you what you've got to do this week? Oh, I was hoping I just didn't have to do anything. No, I found a restaurant. This Mm -hmm. restaurant is called The Jewel in the Crown. Okay. Guess what you have to speak to them about? What? You have to... Tell them uh, you have to congratulate them that their video has been voted all-time number one, and that is the Paul Jewel sex tape. So the Jewel in the Crown will be talking. You'll be no. talking to them about the Paul Jewel no. sex tape. No, and you've got to keep no, no, them no, on no, the no, line no, and no, congratulate no. That's them ridiculous. for as long as you need. As as I'm long not as you that. need to to beat me. I'm not doing that's ridiculous, mate. I'm really looking forward to that one. I've got to ring a restaurant called Jewel in the Crown. The Jewel and congratulate in the Crown. them on their. Vi- why have you done this? Because of life and reasons. It's already nerve-wracking enough, mate. Yeah, I know. I wish I asked you before we recorded now, because I actually don't want to fucking do it. It's got to be. Oh my god! Right, okay. Come well, on. that's up next then. Yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> you shit yourself. Oh my god! <clears throat> I don't know what to say. Actually, I know where to start. Thank you for choosing the Domino's. Joseph speaking. How can I help? Hiya. I just wanted if I could speak to someone. Uh, just a, a complaint I have. Yeah, it's myself. My, my name is Joseph. I'm one of the management here. How can you're, I help? You're, sorry, what did you say your name was? Joseph? Joseph, yeah. My name is Joseph, yeah. Joseph. I'm one of the managers from here. Yeah, okay, Joseph. It's just yeah. because I, um, I ordered something and it just appears the longer it goes on, um, I'm not getting what I expected. We re-initially expected something that was going to be really good, um, that was going to really help. But the longer it goes on throughout the season, I just, I just think I'm sick of it. I just want to get rid of it. Um, like VAR, I, I mean, really. I mean, taste-wise. Well, it it could be taste. I mean, to to me personally, I've just got this, I've got this feeling that it's just not going to work, and like. We all expected VAR to really help help the Premier League, but at the moment it just looks like a waste of time. And, and even the footballers, every, all the players, they know that it's not going to work. But I don't know now, right now, the, like what is about the complaint? It's about the taste. It was something wrong with the pizza. It was a different toppings. Uh, yeah, what, like I what said, you jo- was order. Joseph, is it could be you could call it taste, but for me personally, I just. I've had enough of VAR. I'd probably get rid of it, personally, because uh, look at Lundstrom for Sheffield United the other week. Look at Firmino uh, armpit being offside. It's an absolute joke. So, as far as I'm concerned, I, do you agree with me? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I would, I'd get First rid of it. First of all, I need a phone number. What you've been using with the order? Are you been placing for collection or for delivery? Uh, no, the delivery was fine. It was just they called it offside. No, the I mean, was fine. it was, it was on... for the delivery, you said, yeah? Yeah, the delivery was, was fine because the player was onside. It was just his his arm. So when the ball was actually played, the delivery was fine. It was just his armpit was apparently offside. I'm just sick of it. Um, 
So as far as Can I'm I concerned, have the, phone I, number? the the phone number for sorry. for what? For the order, which which has been used with the order. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't got that on hand. I just I just wondered whether you could help me with with this because as to far be as I'm. With you, there is there is not a protocol like something wrong what we done from our side because it's delivery is on time. You said. Yeah. The, whatever you ordered, you you receive the right order, and I, yeah. regarding the taste wise, that's how is this is how it is since 20 years ago the first Domino's opened in, in Exeter Road. So right. since that time, is nothing being changed. But that's, 20 years that's how ago, tasted Domino's food. Joseph, 20 years ago, VAR wasn't wasn't around. So you're telling me 20 years ago it's the same. It's not. VAR has been introduced this season and. This season is where it's all falling apart. I can't even celebrate a goal anymore without thinking it's going to be ruled out offside. No, no, I'm just saying we've not done nothing wrong from our side, so I don't know where right. where no, to no. see the complaint. Look, I don't, I don't think it was intentional. I think, look, obviously you introduced it, and and just one thing's led to another. Now we're in a situation where, like I said, I can't even celebrate a goal properly anymore. It's just it's got it's it's beyond a joke now, and and for me, I would get rid of VAR in the Premier League in a heartbeat now. Okay, but first of all, I can't see. I need the phone number. Yeah. Then I can see obviously the order what you've been placing. Well, look, I mean Baker's going to be furious then I because can obviously see the we, amount. Yeah, we've been speaking for ages, and and he's he knows this is added time, so we've been speaking for ages. So I'm winning clearly, but. Look, as far as I'm concerned, VAR's just got to go, and I think you agree with me, Joseph. I'll let you go. Uh, it's not your fault, but it's definitely the Premier League's fault. No, I'm not saying it's anyone's fault, but first of all, I need to see the phone number. Then, obviously, I can see the order, and if I can see the order, yeah. then I can repeat the order where you've been placing. Yeah, I you can, can see the order. But, Joseph, you can see the order. If wrong, then I you can, can help you out. But you can see the order, and another five people in the in the video assistant referee room will see it but from all these different angles they still can't call an actual proper decision so look it's, it's fine Joseph I'll let you go it's fine I appreciate your time really appreciate it have a lovely evening alright you too thank I'm you happy thank to you. help you with anything no problem I do appreciate your help thank you alright Joseph thank, thank you, you. bye bye right. is that for real is that for real that's for real that just happened are you joking I actually had to kick him off <laughs> Who did you ring? Joseph. The fucking actual VAR office? Uh, look, I'll level with you, mister. This is a crank call that sort of backfired, and I'd like to bail out right now. Alright, better luck next time. Hello, it's on the crown. Hello, is this, uh, Jewel, Jewel's crown? Yes, it is. The crown, hi, yeah. hi. This is Gareth. Who, who am I speaking to? Sorry. Speaking to Ali. Mouse. Speaking to who? Sorry. Ali. Ali. Hi, Ali. Um, yeah. Basically, I was just calling. Um, I'm from a marketing company. I was just calling to say congratulations on the, on the video just you guys made. Just let you know, so your line's very unclear. That's uh, cutting out. Uh, oh, every, I apologise. Sorry, I apologise. Oh, I apologise. Yeah, your sentences are not coming together. Can you hear me now? Just a yeah. So yeah, uh, how may I help you, sir? Hi, Ali. Um, I was just ringing to say congratulations on the video. Uh, which video? Oh right, I, this is the jewel in the crown, isn't it? In Swindon. Yes, correct. Yes. Uh, what was... the, the which uh, regarding which video? Sorry. 
Oh, the video is uh, number one, the one on number one. And basically, I'm from a marketing agency, and uh, we saw it go viral this week, and it's brilliant. So the, um, line's, the line's unclear again. You have to call me for another line, I'm afraid, sir. Oh, can you not hear me? Yeah, once you were speaking just just before, I just kept cutting out. Right, I apologise. I apologise for that. Um, yeah, it was just congratulating on the on the video. Uh, obviously, Paul Jewell sex tape has obviously got to number one. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate that. We are the yeah. busiest restaurants winning, so I'm surprised it's on that. I'm not going to be surprised on that website, mate. But thank you. Oh, right. Are you are you sure? Because obviously, I'm from Pornhub itself, and. I just um, wanted to congratulate on that getting to number one, obviously, Paul Jewell. Does he own the pub? You must have a lot of time. You must have a lot of time, sir. That's all I'm going to say. Of course, and obviously I try and fill it with congratulating the best videos around that on our website. And that is, it's been number one for a while now. Obviously, Paul Jewell being a former footballer. Oh my God, thank God that's over. Right, so that was... <laughs> Our uh, calls, mate. I still, my heart is still racing. I hated mine. Stay on I the felt, line is becoming a stress event. I felt like an immature little weasel. I think that's what we are. Yeah, yeah, but although I didn't Joseph do was that. really respectful, he was um, really well, helpful. Ali, mate, he, you could just tell he hated he, me. He's he definitely pretending off. that the line was bad. Yeah. Definitely, because I knew the line was good. I could yeah, see yeah. the line was good. Yeah, but it worked in your favour because you actually got a little bit of extra time for I it. I did, I did. And What are the results? God. Right, so you absolutely smashed it. I, I had was, to kick him off. I was in the wings, mate, just jumping up and down with anger. I felt like I was wasting... You... I know I'm, we're wasting their time, I don't get me wrong. I thought you were on the phone but I felt guilty. English FA or something. Like, they actually <laughs> were wanting to just... Just, I'm, just say go away. I was, I was, I actually quite liked him. I think he's quite a nice player. Well, yeah, because he's got you. How much? Four minutes eighty-three added time. Holy shit! Yeah. So you are smashing it. You've got get pretty in. much six minutes added time get in them. two weeks. When you only need to get thirty seconds for each call, you've got six minutes. I am over the moon with that. I got two minutes forty-four added time, which actually which, isn't a bad result. Yeah, yeah. In like, I smashed your result last week. But who was to fucking know that you were going to speak to the friendliest guy in Domino's history? <laughs> if the CEO of Domino's is listening now, give that guy a raise. Shout out to Domino's in Sheffield. Fair play. Definitely. Open 24 hours, by the way. Oh, fair play. What's up next, mate? Two lies up and a truth? Up next is two lies and a truth. Lovely job. Two lies and a truth. Right, two lies and a truth, mate. Lay it on me. It's where you go through... Two false stories mm-hmm. and one story which is true, but you yep. don't tell me what. Everyone knows the formula now. It You've got to guess it. Boggles my mind. What have you got for me this week? Three stories. You've got to guess which one's true. So is everyone else. We'll kick it off with story number one. Can I just say, by the way, if you've only started listening since season two, this is um, the worst feature ever made, in my opinion. Uh, but everyone else likes it yeah. for some reason because no one else has to sit opposite Alex that's true and do it because it does frazzle your mind and well, John Parkin liked it why. Greg Halford liked it they've they've been part part of it Brandon liked it that's and three people that we've had yeah we've got two well we've actually got another guest 
who's who also going to like it. Yeah, but one who's done it, which will be released at some point, season two. Oh, he course, actually liked yeah. it for some reason. Yeah, and it was a musical edition, but I won't give it away. What's the two lies and the truth? Two lies and the truth. We'll start with story number one. Okay, the king is dead, and so are our hopes of staying up. Mm. This story, following the death of King Bumibol Adjulajedjej, <laughs> the football. <laughs> Association of Thailand. The Football Association of Thailand reacted by ending the season in 2016. That's following the death of their king, with three rounds remaining. Muang Thong United were therefore crowned champions. Shanai and Army United were relegated. Can I just say the king died. That, that team's name is supposedly Wang Thong. Wang Muang Thong. Being a, another word. For a penis. What thong? Yeah. A wang. That's dong. Oh, sorry. So basically Dick Dick Thong. <laughs> Dick Thong United, yeah. <laughs> Dick Thong United sounds more of a Thai team. Story number thong. two. Okay. White socks and scandals. White socks and scandals. White okay. socks and scandals. The El Salvador national team once enforced a ban on the wearing of socks and sandals while the team was away on international duty. This came after a series of mysterious CCTV tapes were released from the team's hotel showing what police thought to be Nesta Renderos. Fucking hell. He is Sandalias Assassinias. That's loosely translated to the great sandal assassin. If you've come up with that, you need to be sectioned. El Salvador national team banning socks and sandals. Simplified version. Story number three, which is my favourite. Dubstitution, not exactly a revolution. Ah, who said that? Paul Butler of the Roker Report podcast has accused Goalposts for Jumpers of stealing their idea. In a recent rant, Paul described us as unoriginal after he listened to last week's episode. Fuck off. Substitution, not exactly a revolution. Well, I mean... Three I, uh, stories, which one do you think is true? Well, if that last one's true, what's his name? Paul Butler of the Rocco Report. Well, Butler, mate, come at me. Because substitution is fresh from my mind. And the name was yours, mate. I mean, it's not particularly original. He's described this as unoriginal. He doesn't even exist, what am I on about? So these are three stories. Which one are you going to rule out? straight away I'm going to rule out the White Sox so White Sox and Scandals that's the El Salvador national team enforcing a ban on the wearing of socks and sandals that's because because the hotel they were staying at found CCTV tapes uh, of what police had thought to be Nesta Randeros the Sandalias Asasineros fucking hell the second time I hear it the worst part is it needs to be told at the end of the show as well. I just trailed off again. It's it's just that is He's a figment of an sandal, insane person's mind. That's the why great it's not sandal true. Assassin. It's not true because you've come up with that. Nestor it's too ridiculous. The sandalias assassinos. No, that's gone. Okay, so that's gone. So you're going to leave it with either Paul Butler's giving us a load of shit because we're unoriginal, or the king died. And the Thailand Football Association ended the season with three runs to go. Yeah. Relegating two teams. I want the last one to be true because it'd be good to have our first bit of podcast beef. But um, I think, I feel like you would have, I feel like you would have put something in the WhatsApp group about that. Uh, So I'm I'm going to rule that that out. So you're going to go with the king is dead and so are hopes of staying up. I am. 
although the football team is called Penis Flap. Sorry, Wang Penis Flap. Sorry, United. Penis 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 Pants. Penis, <laughs> penis, penis Pants. Penis Pants United. Right. Well, you're going to find out the answer at the end of the show. Thank you, Alex. What's next? We have the return of Frankenstein football, which is Frankenstein's and football. Next. You're crazy. Crazy, am I? We'll see whether I'm crazy or not. Frankenstein football, Gareth. Frankenstein football is back. It survived. It barely. Barely survived. By the skin of its teeth. Yeah. Well, Dr. Angus Berger, by the way, talking of grinding goalposts. Yeah. He's just unre- he's unreachable, mate. Ever since he went to skiing with yeah with Morag, Morag the twat, stitch, he's, he's so under the thumb. The thing mate, is brother. with Angus is he's a busy man. I know, but and we he's try and so get him great. back on, but yeah. his you know his his think, voice is strained. He's he's had enough, I think. I think I pissed him off somehow with the Celtic and Rangers thing. I think you did. Yeah, obviously him being a huge Motherwell fan. That's it. Yeah, you know he's probably tired of hearing that. But Frankenstein football, this is the feature where I use Football Manager to mm-hmm. conduct my experiments mm. ecto facto Frankenstein football yeah. so we've had in the past you know Celtic and Rangers I basically used the editor machine in uh, Football Manager to do these so I've had Celtic and Rangers in the Premier League I've had uh, Liverpool with only players born in Liverpool playing yeah. for them we've yeah. had the uh, what was it the Dembele Torre FC that was good I like that that was one. a good one this week, however, this Frankenstein football is who is the most complete player in the history of football. So th- uh, this experiment actually comes from our friends, thetheoryoffootball.com, who I would say we've stolen it, but we haven't because we've actually given them a couple of things in return. Blowjob and things, stuff like that. And no, no, we've, uh, we've, we've basically contributed, I, I, we've contributed some of our Frankenstein footballs to their website. Yeah, and, and we give them a couple of hand jobs. Yeah, a couple of hand jobs. So anyway, uh, what if you got a collection of the most complete footballers of all time and stuck them in a team together as clones in a league against similar teams with cloned complete players? So that's the hypothesis for this experiment. Right. Do you get me? Kind of not. Really? So I'm basically going to show, or theoryoffootball.com is basically going to show, who the most complete footballer of all time is. So this is the equivalent. Have you ever seen Rocky Six when Rocky's like really old and severe I'll admit to you, I've what? never seen one of the Rocky movies. What the fuck are you talking about? I know. Are you serious? Never seen one. You need to watch it. I know. When we were on that podcast with um, what uh, big screen sports, big screen sports, yeah, yeah. When we were guests on there, big screen sports is basically a podcast that reviews sports films. Yeah, and you were talking about Rocky, and I was like, I hope, I hope you didn't ask me about Rocky. That's that is. I didn't want honestly, to admit it to everyone. You're a, that is. I someone needs to check your hard drive. That's how weird that is for a guy to Sorry, not have man. watched a Rocky film. So anyway, uh, in Rocky Six, Sylvester Sloan is like fifty eight, sixty in real life. Yeah. And it's like, surely he's not going to fight again, but he does. And it's because in the film, there's like a CGI fight between Rocky Balboa when he's 28 versus the current champ. Right. And Rocky's like, well, I'm going to take him. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Okay. I'm of theoryoffootball.com is yeah. doing. So it's essentially, people on Reddit have voted who the most complete players of all time are. Yeah. And 
it's kind of hard to explain to you because you don't play football manager but who would you say are some of the most complete players really quickly first names come to mind most Cristiano Ronaldo Okay. Left foot, right foot, in the air, okay. strong, quick, yeah. skillful, yeah, 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 yeah. can shoot, yeah, pass, big time, big time, yeah. Uh, I would go with someone like, obviously, Messi. I'd go with uh, Van Dijk as far as a centre-back is concerned, Rio Ferdinand. Hmm. Uh, well, go for midfielders, the Steven most, Gerrard. The most popular contribution on Reddit was Yaya Torre. That was the most upvoted one because obviously a midfielder to score twenty goals in a season. He was also strong. played centre back at Barca. Yeah, he was. He was. He is very much a stereotypical complete player. Yeah. He could do pretty much everything. Okay. Um, so using Football Manager, we're cloning these players in a team of eleven. Yeah. Fifteen of them, whatever. Yeah. Okay, and then putting them in the league against each other. Okay, perfect. Okay. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic actually responded to this Reddit craze as well. Uh, with his favourite team he goes my favourite team of all time I only have to decide the coach maybe will be Zlatan and the team was just all Zlatan obviously um, I think Zlatan could play in goal yeah. probably well don't worry Zlatan because you were part of the simulation mate oh awesome yeah so the fundamental aspects of what they've done to run this simulation on Football Manager just to simplify it for you because you struggle with it uh, everyone else has played Football Manager and watched fucking Rocky films uh, they've created a brand new competition in Football Manager in the country of Malta okay so that's just random basically right, so you're not yeah, yeah. disrupting big leagues yep. uh, they created 26 teams in the competition Looked up the prime years of every players in the lineup. Fucking hell. Copied the players' prime years attributes from that year's edition of Football Manager, or alternatively, the FIFA community attributes for the legends who are older than the game. Yeah. So, like Pele, whatever. Yeah. And recreated them in the Football Manager 2019 editor where you can create anything you want. Cool. They've cloned the player 20 times. For each team, so, in, so, so like a full Torre, of, squad full team. of Torres, yep. squad full of Zlatans, exactly. Created a decent and adaptive AI manager for every team, so a yeah. consistent manager, and created three very, very average keepers for every team because they didn't want the keepers to influence the results too much. Oh, I wish they had. No, they. Oh. Uh, you have to have proper keepers in, otherwise the results are just stupid. Wayne Rooney could play in goal, apparently. Apparently, he's very good. Fair play. Uh, they simulated the game ten years, ten times over, to get a definitive answer as yeah. well. So the same season. So whoever came out on top, of the over, course, yeah. they just keep simulating it. Whoever come up on okay, top. Okay, cool. So the lineup, or do you want me to go through the lineup, or do you want me to tell you? Tell me who you've got on there, what teams there are, and I'll try and guess which. Well, one no, came the, out the teams top. are just you know like. Well, who are the who are the players they chose then? Okay, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. 2014, Messi, 2012, yeah. Cruyff. Di Stefano, Ruud Gullet, Koeman, Beckenbauer, Lothar Mateus. Fuck, this is proper testing Mateus, my, yeah. my lack of pronunciation. Uh, David Alaba, James Milner, Steven Gerrard, Sergio Ramos, Clarence Seedorf, Dirk Kite, Yaya Torre, Atira Vidal. Am I doing well with pronunciation? Doing all right. John O'Shea. Played every position. Played in goal. Yeah, played Chavi. in the wing. Played. Aspilicetta. Aspilicetta. Roberto Carlos Kevin Grobkretz Grobkretz don't know Grosskreutz something like that Wayne Rooney Zlatan did you just pronounce the that German B looking thing as a B 
Yeah, I uh, don't know. Gross cuts. V- Van Dyke, Gary Breen. Gary uh, Breen. And Jamie Carragher. I like that Dal- David Alaba's there because obviously David Alaba could be a world-class centre midfield and a left-back and a centre-back and everywhere. Yeah. So do you understand what's yes. happened? I Good. get it. Right. Let's get to it. Okay. So who do you, like, what do you think is going to happen? Just very quickly, what is your, what is Alex's prediction for the Frankenstein football experiment right I obviously Cristiano will have a good shout okay. I think because obviously like I said he's quick strong but do you think he'd pass, make as good of score. a centre half as Yaya Torre would make a centre half Yaya Torre was a makeshift centre half in the time where Pep Guardiola was playing God with football and at the time it didn't really matter who was his centre backs because they had they dominated possession so much so I would be looking at someone like Cristiano to win it I would possibly look at someone like David <clears throat> Alaba, but if you're looking at, I think the goals in this would be huge, and someone like Cristiano would be my my pick. Him or Zlatan, probably. Well, over ten seasons, the top player or top team got one thousand and forty points, so you're pretty much averaging at like a hundred points a season. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. The last place got three hundred and six, so there's a huge disparity, yeah. and twenty six was Gary Breen. Yeah, you'd imagine Rangers. John O'Shea probably down Next. there at the bottom as well. Yeah, good shout. Aspulacreta. Yeah. Twenty fourth. Do you want to go through them all just on ten? Go no, go up go up from there. Well twenty fourth, who's twenty third? Grokerts, wherever you Gross say twenty third, yeah. Milner, twenty second, Alaba, twenty first, Chavi, twentieth. Zlatan, mate, you've 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 had a poor show in your nineteenth, mate, so shut your mouth for a minute. Fuck. Vidal, eighteenth, Messi seventeenth, Seedorf sixteenth. So let's jump to the top ten. Wayne Rooney's 10th Cristiano Ronaldo's 9th Sergio Ramos is 8th Roberto Carlos 7th Kaut (laughs) 6th Beckenbauer 5th yeah Gerard 4th should have said Beckenbauer Yaya Torre 3rd so that means Coman is 2nd with 974 points and the most Pele the most no the most complete player of all time by a fucking shadow of a doubt compared to uh, according to this is Rude Gullet Rude Hullet Rude Hullet Rude Hullet Rude Hullet yeah. number one okay. so that is the most complete player of all time Frankenstein football give our friends at theoryoffootball.com a little view yeah. there's also uh, they do they run a little subreddit which is great uh, show that's commitment sim. to that because that is a long ass fucking I just I wouldn't have the patience for that theory to test yeah but another successful Frankenstein football another I hope mate what was there a Franken success or a Franken fail the Franken success I enjoyed Get that in. one that's good well done you theory can't, football yeah I was going to say can't take stole credit it. up next jobs. Dubstitution Dubstitution welcome to Dubstitution another goalpost for jumpers revolution Enough of a boring question. This is our solution. By the way, Paul Joel had a sex step. So, Denver Bar, you've had great success this season at Newcastle. The thing is, there's been a lot of rumours about you leaving for Chelsea. Can you put an end to those rumours? Uh, I love syrup. S- uh, syrup? You know what is syrup? Yeah, I know what syrup is, but Denver, the fans want to know where your fucking future lies. Strawberry syrup. It's just like that. Okay, but what's that got to do with your future at Newcastle? 
you know what? Your, your teammates, they warned me about this. They said that Syrup's been banned at training by the manager, but reckon you've been sneaking it in almost every day. Right, is that true? Every day. I need, I never, I, never, I always, when I drink water, I put syrup in it. Right, you, you know, if the, if you keep doing that, there's a, there's a very strong chance you'll get diabetes. You know, it, it can dramatically shorten your lifespan. I guess. Jeez. How much longer do you think you've got left? <sighs> Ten years. Right. So if I said to you either give up football or give up syrup, what would you say? You'd, you'd choose fucking syrup, wouldn't you? There's something I can't live without. It's like an addiction. All right. What about this? What do you care more about, your family or syrup? Every time my family come over, the first thing I'm asking them, bring me syrup. So you use your family just to bring to bring you syrup? That's my secret. <laughs> oh, right, well, laugh all you want, Denver, but it's not funny. That's outrageous. Fair play to you, mate. I mean, I that is from the archives back when Denver Barr was considering a move to Chelsea. And you were there to And interview. I was there to ask him yeah. the important questions and yeah, the guy could stop talking about syrup. Yeah, um, that, that, that went under the radar at the time. Yeah. And... You know, it should have been front. I mean, front page news. That yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know why. Denver like, Bar sells family for syrup. That's that's the problem in in the modern day with journalism. People who ask the real questions, like we do as part like of this, we do, yeah, on substitution yeah. revolution. We get shunned. We get silenced. You know, you were you were just completely blanked from the world of journalism. Yeah, and it was unfair because obviously I, I asked very important questions. I revealed one of the hottest topics yeah. in football, the, the syrup addiction in football, which is which was rife at the time. And they obviously pushed that down and and we never heard anything since until now. Yeah, and it's, do you know what, mate? Like, I do sympathise with you because, you know, obviously getting in front of Nigel Pearson last week, I've had my fair share of uh, death threats. Yeah, I've, of had, I've had people yeah, writing in it. saying like, how dare you? How dare you, like, just speak to Nigel Pearson like that? What, how dare you uh, question him on whose ass is better out of his e or, e exactly. or Paul Jules? So. Yeah, the Sun runner run a paper saying a uh, Welsh person um, uh, spits in English former manager's face. Yeah, and that, and that is a catchy title for the Sun, so yeah. that's, that's the sort of headline they would use. And do you know what, mate? Like, fair play to you. Like, it's good to, like, actually finally bring that up, get out there, get heard. You know, this is one of the main reasons you started this podcast is because, is because, you know, you were silenced for so long and, and now, you know, now you can't be silenced. And, and this is what substitution's for, so... Here we are. Well done, mate. I'm proud of you. Where are we at now? Uh, we are finishing the show next. Ooh, okay. It's all Hello, this is the end of the show now. Hello, this is also the end of the show from Alex's side. Yeah, this is where the show ends and nothing, like towards the end, this stuff stops getting said. Yeah, so we're going to reveal the results of... Permanently, uh, until next week. Of Two Lies and a Truth. You think you've got it right this week? Uh, I don't know, mate. Like, we'll, go, we'll go back through. I thought the middle story was... Can I try and recite them? Just, okay, this, so just the, to show you how much. Story number three. I we'll start now. with that one. This is the first one that you got rid of. Was substitution not exactly a revolution? Yeah, that was, was that? some some guy called uh, Eddie Butler, whatever the fuck Paul his name is, saying that we're an original because we stole substitution, which we didn't. Well, look, Paul Butler of the Roker Report 
disagrees. Uh, his podcast has accused goalposts of jumpers of stealing their idea. A recent rant from Paul described us as unoriginal after he listened to last week's well, episode. in the words of Fleetwood Mac, three. mate, tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies, because that didn't happen. Story number two was white socks and scandals. I don't even remember what El happened. El Salvador national team banning the wearing of socks and sandals while the team was away on international duty. Uh, the CCTV tapes from the hotel released... Police thought it was Nesta Renderos, the Sandalias Assassinos. Yeah, that one. That story. Yeah, loosely translates to the Great Sandal Assassin. They thought the Great penis Sandal pants. Assassin. Is was this the there. penis pants story? No, the penis pants story was the one that you went with, which is the king is dead, and so are our hopes and uh, hopes and dreams of staying up. That is following the death of King. Bumibul Adulada the Football Association of Thailand reacted by ending the season in 2016 with three rounds remaining. Mwang Thong United were therefore crown champions. <laughs> penis Chennai Pants. And Army United. Penis were Pants United. So you're going with Penis Pants? I'm going with Penis Pants United. The correct story, the true story this week yes, is. Yes, lay it on me. Where is it? The king is dead. Ah, oh, and so are hopes and dreams of oh, staying. Up. I was hoping someone gave us podcast beef, man. No, you got it. Uh, you actually got the story right. So well done. Yeah, I mean, it makes a nice change, doesn't it? That you got one right. No, I got it right last week. Did you? Yeah, I what got the chicken week? being kicked in the head. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Poor so buck up your ideas, Sonny. Because well, I'm a bit disappointed, mate. Because I was hoping for some podcast beef. That's made me want to do something now for podcast. Make beef. us hate us. I think the we do enough. I think the stay on the line and just the fact that we're both idiots we'll probably get there and eventually. Hundred percent. People who listened to me pretend that I worked for Pornhub, bringing some poor guy who's just trying to do his job. Ali in a pub. Yeah, the busiest I mean, pub in look, Swindon. As shout well. out to Ali. Shout out to Joseph for their I'm participation really sorry, in this week's episode. Ali, if you if you tune in uh, because someone says, "Mate, you're on a podcast." I'm sorry. Oh, imagine finding out that time. way that you're on a oh, podcast by someone yeah. saying. Oh, well, look, big shout out to them. Please, next week, for next week's episode, please give us a, a shout to what you want us to be talking about to these poor people. Uh, Obviously, this week you got involved and, and we used one of... Whose suggestion was that? Do we know who it was? I don't know. We just, didn't even give you credit. Well, just thank you anyway. Thanks for the... Thanks I, for just, the I just don't want to do it anymore. I know. Next week, we'll be back again. Anything you want to say before we leave, Gareth? Obviously, it's been a tense show, a nervous show. Um... Not much, man. Thank you. All right, then. See you again. Oh, actually, right. I wanted to See just um, actually say something that grinds my goalposts. It's um, when... When we try and end the show and then we don't end the show. That yeah. grinds my goalposts. Yeah. But it's for people who listen. They're, they're thinking we're about to say something I've more. I've already gone. They're, they're thinking we're about to say something more, but we're not. And then this is where the I'm end music comes the in. The, the end music's going to come in, like, now. Sorry, it's actually going to come in now. No, seriously, it's going to come in now. No, now. They think it's all over. It's it.